Hello, I'm Callum Delieto, and this is Flock Together, the podcast for events and travel professionals. And it is my pleasure to say that season two is in partnership with Visit Berlin, Berlin Convention Office. And we are here today at Tuton Glen. I am joined by Claudia Stevenson from Invent. How are you? I'm doing okay on this glorious sunny day in November. Yes, I mean, the weather has, has shown up quite nicely, which I didn't expect. I wasn't um, either, and I'm glad that it did. It has, but you are radiant in yourself anyway. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've known each other a, a fair while now, I think. And, yeah. and um, you know, Invent, I think, is, is a particularly good testament to creativity yes. in some of the, the projects you've worked on. But, but how are things going with you? Fantastic. I think we continually pride ourselves in being that big, small agency, um, boutique in thinking and approach and that challenger mentality, which continually resonates with clients. I think they always love what is really the foundation of how we approach things, which is to challenge everything, right? We're the challenger agency for challenger brands. We love to challenge ourselves and challenge the clients with whom we're working with. And so um, we had a couple of briefs that we responded to, some with very short turnaround time just earlier this week, and continually then came up again with new ideas and thinking where the client actually, when they heard the ideas, um, swore even with enthusiasm <laughs> as to how amazing um, the idea was. That's and the reaction you want. You want yeah. them to be effing and blinding because they're so impressed. Yeah. yeah, and they had given kind of the springboard and their vision of what they wanted, and we said, this has to be more than what you're giving us, and it, it must. And it was the brainstorming that we had within the team. We were like, okay, that's the idea. Developed that idea and gave it back to them earlier this week, and um, hopefully we'll hear something later on in the week. So the first part of the podcast is all about reform, and in that is an opportunity for you to write a letter to the industry to get that feather and, and use it as a quill, as it will, um, what would your letter to the industry be? I mean, there's so many topics to cover off on and, and everyone has valuable uh, perspective. If, if I were to hone in on um, one or two things in the realm of sustainability, that can mean so many different things. Um, one of our mantras within sustainability is not just you know, the, the environmental side of things, but really the socioeconomic um, aspect. And um, one of the foundations of that is supporting those from underrepresented communities and being able to educate and elevate um, to provide opportunities that normally wouldn't be given to those. Put simply, um, and even how we put that into practice, might be um, you know, providing uh, ad hoc services to those that might need that. But more recently, what we've done um, with our London team is actually working with an organization called Brixton Finishing School, who do a uh, summer program, which is at no charge for those coming from underrepresented communities throughout the UK and providing education. And they will um, lean into corporates as well as agencies, doing a 10-week program, a different topic each week, and by the end of that 10 weeks, then they have a graduation and they also are um, hopefully then able to find work through some of the sponsors and different agencies. That's and, amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. And this year we hired two of the graduates um, that came from that program, knowing that they were, you know, one of them is about to get a master's degree. The other has been working at, at you know, in different ways and shocking that you know, that they are looking for jobs and, and don't have jobs. And so we've 
given them this opportunity, um, working with them, and they are just so hungry to learn, eager to do anything and learn and understand every part of it and be a part of our team and, and growing teams. So it's fantastic. I, I love that. I'm such a big believer in, in widening the talent pool and, and especially like, you know, I myself come from a, an unexpected socioeconomic background mm. and, you know, progressed through opportunities that I got lucky with. Yeah. And I'm aware that as a, as a straight white male, some of those opportunities presenting themselves to me that may, maybe wouldn't have in other, in other opportunities. So yeah. I, fully fully support that and I think that's such a, a fantastic kind of initiative yeah yeah we're really proud of it and hoping to continue on with that in in the coming year and hoping that our new hires will elevate within the business and organization there's so many different avenues that they can take whether it is working on the creative side or developing strategy or coming into really loving you know the technical production side of things and, and delivering fantastic activations or launches for our clients so the next part of the podcast is about remembering and so I'm challenging you to remember your first ever work trip abroad and uh, your most recent work trip abroad. So firstly, let's, let's start with the, the first one. First one I can remember or the first one? Well, first one you can remember. Yeah. yeah. First work trip that I had was with an organization. It was a nonprofit organization organizing a um, international, believe it or not, ice skating event. Yeah. And there were more than 4,000 skaters from all over the world that were coming together. And my responsibility was as a coordinator and supporting, you know, this monstrosity of an event that was over the course of a week. And I really felt as though I was coming in as an executive and, you know, got all of my proper clothing so that I could represent in high heels throughout the week and quickly learned that I needed to scale that back, um, leave the heels back in the cupboard. Comfortable shoes. Going to the trainers, going um, for clogs because, you know, it's 18-hour days. Um, and that has resonated with me. Where was that? That was in, um, it was in Boston, Massachusetts. You can tell from the American accent. Um, the, the career started in America, but I was always keen and intrigued by international events. So I was doing a fair amount of then international work when I went onto the agency side and then moved over to the UK 12 or 13 years ago. So most everything now is within Europe and the EMEA market, but still um, I'm able to travel around and see different things come to life around the world. I love that you worked on an ice skating event. I just think that's, it's so rogue, but I'm just so here for it, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Can you ice skate yourself? Uh, fun fact, um, I am a former competitive figure skater. And what? Yeah. Yeah, and used to wear the, the skating costumes with the bedazzled, you know, dresses and all of my uni friends um, make fun of me about that. But yeah, yeah. That is such a cool skill yeah. to have. I bet, you know, when it's sort of coming up to Christmas and the outdoor ice rinks kind of open all around London and, you know, people are taking to the ice and they're a bit jolty. And, you know, I feel vaguely quite confident. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I know my way around the ice. Yes. You, you must just be like coming on with people that don't well, know you. Calm, it's funny you say that because last year I felt that way. Now, it was a, a bottle of wine later and I did take the ice and it didn't end well. <laughs> um, I did skate back in the day, but um, if I'm trying to put all of that skill, while I still thought I had the skill and I dream about, you know, landing triple axles, putting to practice in reality, it doesn't really work out that way. Lesson is only have ice if it's chilling the bottle yes. when you are drinking wine. Yes, thank you. 
Um, so what was the, the most recent work trip you've been on? Most recent, actually, um, we have the team just returned from Paris uh, with the Rugby World Cup. So one of our clients um, wanted to have an incentive to bring some of their top uh, customers together. And so there was a, a conference and thought leadership event that was happening and culminated then with um, some of those clients then being able to go and see the Rugby World Cup final and also then the bronze medal match. So it was a wonderful combination of, and I think, you know, what we need to consider when we're organizing things for our clients, you know, yes, it's important to talk about business and opportunities and strike up conversations, but where the magic happens oftentimes is in those casual times of taking a walk to the seaside or at a Rugby World Cup final. This podcast is brought to you by the Visit Berlin Convention Office your key contact in and for the city of Berlin. From on-site knowledge of the best venues and service providers to conference bids and event planning. As Germany's capital in the heart of Europe, Berlin is a vibrant, elective and creative metropolis, raising the bar of conference and event standards. Let's meet in the world of Berlin. The next part of the podcast is about revisiting. Yeah. And if you have the power to go back in time and, and teleport yourself back into, into a, a point where you experienced a destination, what, what destination would that be? Um, I think one of the most incredible trips uh, that I took, it was actually on the, the back end of it was an industry conference and meeting, and it was in Abu Dhabi. But we extended the trip and actually brought, the, um, brought my family along. And we went to a resort called Qasr al-Sarab, about three hours outside of Abu Dhabi. And I actually hadn't been to the Middle East before. So we were driving. It was midnight. I thought, oh, my gosh, what is happening? You know, we're being driven three hours outside in the middle of nowhere. Didn't see anything until the sun rose the next morning. And this resort is literally in the middle of the desert. And it was so stunning and moving even just to think of, you know, how minute um, we are within this world and, and just to be in that place for four or five days of just, you know, taking it all in and just being quite serene um, and in this environment that was beautiful. I love that. I, I, I can almost picture it. Yeah. I've, I've never been there, but the way you've described it, I can, I can see myself there. And yeah. That, that sounds... And you had the opportunity actually to take a couple of walks like up to, you know, one of the sand, like just, I don't want to say even a sand dune. It was maybe a 20 or 30 minute walk and just look out into just desert and uh, watch the sunset. It was just really, really beautiful. And the second part of Revisit is if you could make a hotel a home, which some people probably did during COVID. Yeah. Um, but by choice, if you could make a hotel that you've stayed in uh, your home, what would it be? I thought about that. And um, we have, uh, we've been fortunate to take a couple of lovely holidays um, in Greece. And I think what I love about one particular brand um, there in Greece is the ability of the staff to make everyone feel as though they are the most important um, paying attention to them, but also remembering what they like, right? And knowing that in the mornings, I love to have my iced oat milk latte, right? And in the evenings, I like my Sauvignon Blanc, uh, you know, wine, and I prefer things with X, Y, and Z. And just the, the personal um, attention to detail that the staff make and really feeling as though you're with family 
that's you know a place that I would want to return. And the group of resorts actually within Greece and now in Spain, and they're expanding into Portugal as well, each have managed to have that attention to guest experience um, translated into each of those resorts, which is there's a cult following that they really have, and they're onto something quite fantastic. I think there is there is something, isn't there, about that that level of personalization or. or... It's it's a fine line between not being creepy, yeah. Um, but but when it's done right, you just feel so special and you just feel so looked after, and it's just like you know what, yes. Mm. And it doesn't, the, you know, the surroundings almost become irrelevant. But with mm. the the people and their connection to you and saying, I know you like this, and therefore I've thought about this, and it's the th it is literally the thought the that thoughts. counts. I think a lot of that probably goes into the training of the staff there. You you may have some people that are arriving at a hotel and want to be left alone, right? And just, you know, be served and serviced. And others that might be there alone and haven't, you know, and want to talk to staff and individuals. And that on the training side is that ability to discern what level of experience you want to give a guest is something that needs to be taken into consideration to really delight um, those guests at the, so they keep returning. The, the penultimate part of the podcast is about reimagining. And, you know, we're in a fortunate enough position to, to get involved in some very, very once-in-a-lifetime experiences. But if you were to organize an incentive trip for yourself, um, firstly, where would it be? What would you do? And what celebrity would accompany you on that trip? Oh, it was the celebrity that you're going to get me on this one. Um, I need to pick a, a destination, and I will actually go with a trip that I recently took to India. Amazing. And um, I think that ideal incentive trip would be a combination of city and the intensity and the energy that you feel when you come to a major city. Let's say it's uh, Mumbai. Um, and then also having some time, probably on the back end of the incentive, to relax and go somewhere outside the city to meditate, to have some solidarity, to have some time to self-reflect. That combination of both would probably be the ideal for me. And I could say that, that could happen in India. That could happen in Germany. You know, you can do Berlin and go a couple hours outside and be able to experience that. Austria, I mean, so many different elements. And having that ability to do the combination of both, I think, is, is quite important. And who would you want to do that with? Oh, it maybe not a celebrity, but someone that you, that's well-known that you would... You, you know... Um, I have such admiration. I, I really don't get into um, politics, but I'm continually inspired by a lot of what um, Barack Obama um, speaks about and his beliefs. And it's not a political thing. I just genuinely admire his authentic intention and wanting to do the right thing and the good thing. I, I don't like how you know people try to make some of these stances political. I, I genuinely believe he's authentic in his will. Just his as way. a person. Yeah. Just, and, and also, I, th I think he is getting into travel documentaries. So do you know what? He might be a great person to travel I think, with. Yeah. I think we should bring him to one of our future gatherings, Callum. Can you make that happen? I will. The final part, though, is, is a reaction. So it's a quick fire round. And I want you to just react to these. Just don't even think about it. Just, just straight in. Okay. okay? <clears throat> yeah. Packing, last minute or week before? Oh, last minute. Carry on or check in? Carry on. Airport, lounge or shopping? Shopping. 
<laughs> you seem confident <laughs> with that one. You'd be like, yes, definitely shopping. Um, aisle or window seat? Window. City or nature? Oh, probably nature. Yeah, although you did talk about just I know, wanting both. both, didn't you? Yeah, both. But you would go for nature if you had nature, to Nature, because ultimately, when you're intense all the time, it's quite nice to relax, which is why I went with nature. That's true. Uh, Lay-in or early start? Early start. Poolside or seaside? <gasps> seaside. You, you really took a breath with that one. That, that one. that one meant something to you. Mm -hmm. uh, planned or spontaneous? Planned. And then hotels, boutique or brands? Boutique. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I really you appreciate you taking the time to be part of the first season of Flock Together. Thank you for having me. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what you're doing and I'm happy to be a part of this.